0: Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. What a beautiful throw by the Baker! Victor la vista, baby! Touchdown! What's up, Browns fans? Welcome into the OBR film breakdown for your Monday quick hitter. We're going to be kind of transitioning to these quick hit shows on Monday because, as you know, we're running out of things to talk about with your Cleveland Browns and the action coming off of Sunday. So really, these will be just sort of knee-jerk reaction shows that relate to the weekend of the playoffs before we get to, you know, the next phase, which is really, really looking ahead come February. So... Wildcard Weekend. Listen, one of my favorite weekends, which is just fantastic in terms of, of entertainment value and the quality of football steps up a little bit. Now it didn't necessarily step up uh, as much as as much as we think. Not as many close games as we were hoping for, but um, you know it's always kind of tough too. You're watching the Bengals and Raiders kick off the whole thing and and remind yourself of of just how tough it is to not have your team playing after the experience last year of being in the playoffs and all that that entails. It's where the NFL starts to feel like something more in the playoffs. You know, it seems like cities rally around their teams more. It's just a unique thing that I think all of us really wanted to taste again after last year and then sort of kicking it off, looking at Cincinnati winning the division and hosting the Raiders really tough to tough to watch that come to fruition. So you know, the Raiders-Bengals game, I'm not surprised by the outcome. I obviously think that this game comes down to to two, and we're going to go through each of these real quick, just two teams that, uh, in my, at least in my opinion, two teams that were pretty evenly matched, just one team had two better players. Joe Burrow, a better player than Derek Carr, and, and obviously Jamar Chase is a better player than anybody uh, the Raiders had at the receiving department because Darren Waller's still trying to come back from his injury issues and that's what it comes down to. Jamar Chase, nine for buck, 16. And then Joe Burrow at 244, two touchdowns, didn't make any mistakes. I mean, Cincinnati didn't didn't overly impress, but they just took advantage of opportunities uh, where they jump out in front on that early fumble strip sack of, of Carr. And, you know, Browns fans are watching this game sort of from the lens of whether Carr is an upgrade or not. But, yeah, that's another discussion for another time as we go through the offseason. But, the, you know, for, for Las Vegas, it starts... Field goal, fumble, punt, field goal, and then you know it starts to become a little dicey before halftime. While it goes touchdown, field goal, field goal, touchdown for Cincinnati, and that's why they obviously jump out and they kind of just play, play it safe the rest of the way. And it comes down to one possession, and Cincinnati's able to get a stop. Obviously, they they were pretty, pretty safe the second half of that game, uh, and, and and really. It's especially some situation where I thought they could have put the ball in Joe's hands more. They'll, they'll live and learn. Zach Taylor's still young with the operation there, but uh, they did enough to win. And like I said, I thought that would be a one-score game close, and they they best player on the field syndrome, and, and it works out for them. We'll see what the Raiders do, whether they end up keeping their head coach or they end up moving on and kind of resetting everything. I have a hard time thinking the Raiders are just going to reset everything when they – went through all they went through can add more weapons and then make another push at this thing new stadium you want to keep the fans invigorated hard for me to think they're just going to pass on their quarterback and move on you know Carr is not is not without fault or he's not he's certainly not perfect but he can win you enough games he can be in games and I thought he was impressive even though the last throw the scheme was pretty terrible on that last throw interception they didn't have anybody in the end zone it was just curl flat hang concept really really bland didn't love it bills patriots 47 17 blowout we're going to talk about Josh Allen in a minute. I mean, the stat line for Josh Allen, just, just kind of kind of crazy, man. I mean, as close to a perfect game as you can play, a 157.6, a 158.3 rating is a perfect game. 21 of 25, 308, five touchdowns. He also ran for 66 yards on six carries, and a, just a dominating performance. New England turns it over twice on two interceptions, adds to the late yardage numbers to get to 305, but they were – they were blown out, man. The Bills were 6 of 7 on third down, 482 total yards. They ran for 174 on top of their 308 passing. Not much to say. That Buffalo Chiefs game going to be very interesting. Maybe a game that was just a week too early, but the Chiefs are going to have their hands full. And I, listen, you tell me for a month Josh Allen can't be the best player in the NFL, I think you're crazy. I think he can do it. We'll see.
1: Just go to Indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Bucks-Eagles feels like a playoff game that you'll ultimately forget really quickly. The Eagles... Three turnovers do themselves in. Two picks by Jalen Hurts, who I think the Eagles go into a draft where they have three first-round picks without many answers at quarterback. They didn't run the ball very well. Miles Sanders, seven for sixteen. Hurts runs eight times for thirty-nine. I mean, the Bucks deal with injuries up front. I don't know what Tristan Wirf's situation is, but Mike Evans, just like Jamar Chase, nine of a buck, nine for a 117, a touchdown. Tom Brady efficient, 271. You know, the Eagles overachieved, got into the playoffs, but they have a lot to fix to repeat and get back there, including deciding whether Jalen Hurts is the guy moving forward. They'll have opportunities to go get some other names this offseason. They certainly, if you're talking about teams that might be in the quarterback market, very enticing uh, situation with all those first-round picks where you're talking about Cleveland doesn't have as many of those. So, And again, the Bucs are up 31 nothing. That game was never close. Eagles added two touchdowns late. Uh, nostalgia Central, 49ers Cowboys, 23 17 final. Uh, that game just uh, extremely interesting for coaching. I just go back to like Mike McCarthy, man, with the field goal decision. And <laughs> I mean, they got lucky. They lucked into a situation where they got a turnover. They make it 23 10 early in the fourth quarter. They luck into a, 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 an interception that results in a quick drive to make it 23 17. And it's like, man, McCarthy, you can go whatever way you want to. I mean, this game was pretty evenly played, 341 total yards, 307. Both teams struggled on third down, one turnover for each team, two touchdowns. San Francisco's three field goals are the difference. I mean, Dak was 23 of 43, only 254 in a touchdown. It's not like they did much more on on Jimmy Garoppolo's side, a guy who uh, we'll see what happens next week, but he's definitely going to be into free agency. I can't see them keeping him with – Trey Lance on the roster, 16 of 25 bucks, 72. He threw an interception and really wilted under pressure towards the end of that game. They ran it. Well, I mean, that's the thing though. 27, nine, 27 carries for Elijah Mitchell, 96 yards, touchdown. The 49 ers scheme is way closer to the Browns than people want to admit with a lot of that, uh, you know, a lot of the counter power inside run stuff, but they get Debo Samuel. So involved, 10 carries, 72 yards, a touchdown Maybe you can try to replicate that in Cleveland to go out and get a wide receiver like a Traylon Burks in this draft who fits a little bit of that mold. But we'll see. Dalton Schultz, a nice game for Dallas. You know, Otherwise, the big names, Amari Cooper, 6 for 64, touchdown. Um, Cedric Wilson, 5 for 62, and barely missed that huge catch at the end. But, I mean, CeeDee Lamb, one catch, 21 yards. Ezekiel Elliott, who they're paying so much money to, 12 carries, 31 yards. He had a, He had one catch for zero. Cowboys are in an interesting spot too, losing this home playoff game. But it's just the McCarthy thing with Aaron Rodgers is funny to me. He's like, this guy is, he's just so full of it, man. He lied his way into the analytics thing with the Cowboys. And then he, he admitted it basically. And it was just sort of a passing comment. And then they decide to run that, that draw to get down to like the 25 yard line and don't get a playoff. Like, like that makes no, I'd rather take two chances into the end zone from the 40 than getting no shots because you want to run a draw and get closer. I mean, I don't know the math on this. Somebody can step up, maybe comment on this pod, but like 40-yard touchdown to a 25, it can't be that much different to to, to meaningfully risk two opportunities instead of one opportunity because you think you're going to get one in that situation. They got none, and uh, it's, it's just a gross outcome. The 49ers win, though. They are on to play. Actually, I don't know who, how the NFC will shake out. We'll look at that in just a second. Casey dominates Pittsburgh. It started slow. It was always going where it went. The tip ball interception helped. A fumble helped. Uh, but, you know, it's like, it's like the uh, video game player lounging in his chair playing. Then he sits up because he all of a sudden has to pay attention. That's what happened. Chiefs dominated 478 yards to 257 for Pittsburgh. It's the same painful Pittsburgh offense. Ben's stat line doesn't look terrible. If you look at his average distance of target, it's pretty funny, though. 29 of 44 215 he threw two touchdowns just a bunch of guys with like two catches, five catches, four, five, four, here's the yardage totals 37 34 33 26 25 25 they don't throw the ball downfield. They don't ever give they don't give Ben enough time really. Ben's not willing to do it. They don't attack them of the field. Everything's up the sidelines. It's an embarrassment that these guys made the playoffs over Cleveland and it just annoys me so much. Not that Cleveland would have fared that much well, but come on, man. Mahomes goes 30 of 39, 404, 5 touchdowns. Travis Kelsey and Derek uh, McKinnon having a nice run there. So you're looking at next week's playoff games. You have Bengals at Titans. That'll be a fun one. That's your first game on Saturday. So really, really interesting game there that I do think the Bengals can win. They can handle the run game. They can win. Make Tannehill throw. 49ers-Packers, another nostalgia-based game, ma'am. All those 90s and early 2000s playoff games. That one is uh, Saturday night. Um, the Bucks get, who do the Bucks get? It just says NFC right now. Oh, well, that's why it says NFC. We still have Cardinals, Rams to shake out. So we'll see who the Bucks get at home. Uh, otherwise, it is Bills, Chiefs, like I said. And that will be Sunday, uh, a late 6.30 kick for that game. One thing I just want to address this topic Monday quick hitter. We're kind of always going to do this, is this idea that people have out there that no matter who the Browns had selected, whether it was the 2017 draft with M- M- Trubisky, Mahomes, and Watson, or the 18 draft, whether it was uh, you know anybody but Baker could have been uh, you know could have been Josh Allen, could have been Josh Rosen, could have been Sam Darnold, could have been Lamar Jackson that, that no matter what everybody would have failed. If it's like I just over the years I've seen this funny notion of like well couldn't have taken Mahomes or Watson they would never have developed in Cleveland. Okay, how do you know that for sure? I know we all think Hugh is Hugh is pretty laughable, but how do you know that for sure? You don't know that they could have let go of Hugh after 2017 and not kept him for 2018. They also could have found some success with a better quarterback like Mahomes or, you know, Watson or even Trubisky. I don't know, but you're sitting here like damn certain that, or Josh Allen. Like, listen, none of us wanted the Browns to pick Josh Allen. It's not a secret. He was not who we, you know, he was not a good enough college football player with the stats, you baseline stats that you need to feel comfortable taking him. If anybody says uh, they were a believer in Josh Allen before the draft – make them prove it to you. I wasn't firmly ready to admit it. I was fine with taking Baker, but to say the Browns could not have selected Josh Allen and it would have worked out. How do you know that you don't know that from everything we know, Josh Allen's a diligent worker. He might've figured it out here. Maybe he didn't, maybe he doesn't, but to be like, well, Hugh was here. Hugh was fired eight games into the year and Baker was playing pretty well. Like, Good enough, they were winning some games. they got blown out in Pittsburgh. They fired him, and it was late. They should have fired him earlier, but nonetheless, like you're certain absolutely stone cold certain no other quarterback could have worked out in Cleveland 17, 18. If the only you know going back to I, I don't like to to harken back to the situation with the with the tanking if the tanking situation was only meant to Baker Mayfield could have been the answer to all of this, then what the hell kind of plan was that? I give, him, I give Baker credit. He overcame a lot, and he's overcome a lot, and his his career's kind of hanging in the balance here with Cleveland, but he has overcome a lot of franchise deficiencies. Now, the past two years, the Browns have gotten a lot of things right to to help him, give him every single thing he needs, but that doesn't erase the damage that was done with the mistakes made in the first two years. So, like, I get it. I give Baker credit there, but to act like no other quarterback, all these other really talented guys... Again, you kind of look at the big three between Watson, set aside everything else, but Watson, the player, you know, you, you look at Mahomes and you look at, at Lamar. Even Lamar you can include. I get it. You know, I, I certainly get it. But to they, they think the Ravens were the only ones smart enough to come up with some way to use Lamar, it's just silly to me. They could have figured it out. Same with Josh Allen. They could have figured it out. I'm not saying the Browns were wrong for picking Baker Mayfield or the, the decision they made. You know, I think you can question 2017 a good amount. I don't think that's unfair. But, like, to sit here and say that even if they picked one of those really good quarterbacks in 2017 or if they had picked someone other than Baker in 2018, it never would have panned out. Here's why. I I don't understand how you arrive there with certainty that none of these other guys would have worked out. What you're doing is just telling yourself that hey the the Baker Mayfield thing's not working out, but there was really no other route they could have gone to figure this whole thing out. It just it all all roads would have brought us back to where we are right now, and that's just lame. I think I think it's lame. I'm not calling for revisionist history on who they picked. I get the reasoning for Baker. I was fully behind Baker Mayfield selection. I was very in on him, very in on him after his rookie year, very in on him in various parts of the last few years. I have come around because data and film evidence changes your opinion. I just think that like acting like there's no alternate universe where the Browns could have picked Deshaun Mahomes or Josh or Lamar and they all would have like they just all would be out of the league right now. Is a silly notion. And to me, it's you coping with your issues with how Baker's played, how the whole tank went, what's come of the quarterback situation. And you don't need to do that. You really don't because it, it just looks silly. It, it, it's silly to me. You don't need to do it. Who knows if those guys would have worked out? I'm not here to say they would have for sure, but like, the talent of Josh Allen and the work ethic could have worked. Lamar, you could curtail an offense for him here. They could have found people that, you know, the Ravens aren't the only smart people in the universe to figure that sort of thing out. You don't think Deshaun Watson could have figured some things out? Okay, that's just you wanting to be negative. And Mahomes is a generational talent. Come on, man. Come on. I get it. Andy Reid has amplified things and the weapons, but the guy would have figured out some way to be successful. But, again, you do you. If you want to lean in and think the only answer was Baker Mayfield and everybody else would have failed to make yourself feel better, that's cool. Go right ahead. That's a wrap for today's Monday Quick Hitter. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Appreciate your support, as usual, uh, through the OBR's Twitch website or this podcast. Thank you much. Come to our Monday Rewind, which will be up on the OBR's Twitch tonight. Have a fantastic Monday. Some of you are working, some of you are not. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Hopefully you have a fantastic day, whether working or not. Let's get a great start to our week. We'll be back with some more fun episodes as the week wear on. Don't forget to check out last week's episodes, which had a bunch of fun wrap-up targets like grades on the season, free agent signings, season awards, all that fun stuff. Check that out. Keep it out for some more fun podcasts this week. Have a great Monday, and go Browns.